Welcome to the Paradigms and Perspective Podcast. I am your host, Joe Simmons, and on this podcast, we talk about paradigms and perspectives and how people can achieve different results just by changing their paradigm and their perspectives. Let's get started with today's episode. life. Now you may say, Joe, what is 50% life? What exactly does that mean? Well, in today's episode regarding 50% life, we're going to talk about relationships. And I believe that 50% of all relationships end because of a lack of effective communication. One of the main reasons why I believe that 50% of relationships end because of communication is because of standards and expectations. Now, usually, each partner has usually unrealistic standards or unrealistic expectations of the other, or the other party does not feel like that standard is logical or those expectations are logical. So the woman may say, I need you to provide a certain lifestyle for me. I need to go shopping. I need to go out with my girlfriend's. Um, I need you to be emotionally there for me. There may be a lot of things that she may demand. The, a guy, on the other hand, may say, I may need you to be beautiful. I may need you to stay in shape. I may need you to cook, clean, and a whole bunch of other things that he may want based on his standards or based on his expectations for the woman. And those standards and those expectations for each party become very chaotic. And they also become uh, detrimental to the relationship. Hence the reason why that relationship will be a part of that 50%. But this all comes down to communication. Roles. Roles are very important in a relationship. Now everybody should know their role. And also too, everybody should respect the other person's role. So traditionally speaking, usually... The man was the breadwinner, and he was the leader, and he may have been a disciplinary, and he also provided vision for the family. And usually the woman was submissive, uh, stayed at home, made sure the house was uh, clean, made sure there was food, uh, went shopping if she had to, and just basically made sure that the guy was able to increase his productivity, keep his stress down, be supportive, be loving, and provide and support in any capacity that the man may need. Now, with today's uh, modern society, that can be different. Now, the woman could be, you know, the breadwinner, and the man could be, you know, Mr. Mom, or he could stay home, or he can cook, or he could clean. The main thing is, is that each party need to understand that, hey, look, this is your role, this is my role. And each party need to be okay with the role that they play. And that they should, remember, stick to the roles. Because that's usually where the role dynamics get into trouble. Is when one person oversteps another person's boundaries when it comes to roles. And when you don't maintain those roles, then, like I said, chaos and all other unforeseen events can happen. Money. Now, I know a lot of us like to think that relationships are divorced and because of money. And I'm here to dispel that myth. It's not necessarily the money in itself. It's the communication around money 
Here's the reason why I say that communication is the key to all relationships and it's the reason why most relationships end with money. Because money by itself does not make it good and does not make it bad. Now, technically money is really fiat currency, which is printed, but that's for a whole other conversation. But when it comes to money, there needs to be clear communication when it comes to money. How do we spend money? How do we invest money? How do we use money for shopping? How do, how do we take vacations when it comes to money? Like I said, each person has to come to an agreement of, hey, look, this is this is this is the individual money I'm taking out for me, and this is the individual money the other person's taking out for them. But it's all about communication. You got to get on the same page when it comes to money, you know. And then a lot of times, what happens is you'll have one individual that loves to spend the money, you have another person that may want to save the money or even invest the money, and then you have another person that wants to invest the money, and then another person that says that no, we should be spending the money. So. Uh, there has to be some type of compromise, which is coming up later, which I'll talk about collaboration. But, yeah, when it comes to money, there just has to be clear communication. Like I said, that's the real reason why. And when you agree and you have that communication, you got to stick to that communication as well. You, you and your partner can't be in a relationship and have conversations about money and agree to it. And then you're continually making concessions or you're continually making new rules to come up with it just uh, for your own pleasure or for your own benefit. So for women, you can't just say, oh, well, you know, I saw these shoes at the mall or I saw this outfit or this bag or I just have to have this specific item and I just have to have it. When you and your partner already agree that, hey, look, either now is not the time for that or, you know, that's outside of the budget. At the same time, too, for you fellas, you can't say, oh, well, I've seen these shoes, or i really seen this vacation, or I've seen this electronics, or I've seen, you know, something that I want that I want to get. If you and your woman or your partner have agreed that, hey, look, not at this time, or this out of budget, or for whatever reason, why you shouldn't buy that, you both agree to why you shouldn't buy that, either at that moment or in general, then just honor that agreement. But usually, like I said, this communication breakdown of money is because one or more parties did not either, number one, you don't have a clear agreement, or number two, one person in a relationship did not honor the agreement between the two parties. Sex, something that is very important in all relationships, the intercourse of sex. Now, once again, this also comes down to communication. So... Men, you should want to please your woman. Now, you can have your reservations, but you should want to give her pleasure as well. Now, women also feel that when you give her pleasure, she's wanting to give you pleasure. But you may say, no, I'm an alpha male. I'm going to stick to my guns because, you know, who's to say that she's she's not going to give me what I want, so... She give me my pleasure first, and then I'll give her her pleasure. But the thing about it is women don't think that way. Women want you to give because it shows, you know, generosity. And it shows that you're willing to put her needs first, which is what a lot of women want. And when you put her needs first, she now feels more inclined to, you know, return a favor. Comes down to, you know, the law of reciprocity.
Now, women, on the other hand, just like how you want your knees met, he wants his knees met too as well. And when you make him feel good and you give him his knees just like how he makes you feel good and he he gives you your knees, then it becomes this reciprocal energy and sexual intimacy that becomes very dynamic and it becomes like an inferno. But each party has to be cognizant of what the other person wants sexually. Now, at the same time, you know, there are times that women have a high sex drive. And fellas, you have to be willing to, like I said, you know, meet her mean, meet her needs. Because if you don't meet her needs, she's going to go somewhere else and get her needs met. So you may say, well, you know, I'm not doing X. That's fine. You don't have to do that. She'll find somebody to do that. Women, you may say, I ain't doing that. Who do you think I am? Once again, you don't have to do it. He'll go find somebody else. So the main thing is just, you know, trying to be, you know, amicable or at least very amicable is not the right word. You guys should really be on the same page. That's what I really meant to say. You guys should really be on the same page. And once again, communicate about it. See if you can come to an agreement. See if you really come to an agreement to make sure that, you know, everybody's sexual needs get met. And when everybody's sexual needs get met, then, you you know, the intimacy is great. And then the relationship would also be great as well. Collaboration, which is needed in all areas of life, especially when it comes to relationships. Both parties must be willing to collaborate. I mean, seriously, collaboration is important. Now... You can be right, or you can collaborate, but you can't do both. Now, there are going to be times where you're going to have to collaborate on certain things, which, like I said, we'll get into later about negotiation. And you may not like, you know, how things are going. But at the same time, you need to collaborate to get things done. Not only that, it makes it easy on both parties. When she collaborates, it helps you get things done. When he collaborates, it helps her get things done. You know, and and if you just focus really on collaboration instead of who's in charge, who's the leader, who fault was it, who's responsible. And like I say, if collaboration is one of the key components and you focus on that, then that leads to an increase in communication, which once again leads to a better relationship. Connection, something that is also very important when it comes to communication and when it comes to relationships. Relationships are all about connecting. You know, we're all human beings and we all have emotional uh, needs that need to be met. Now, women are usually more wired to be more emotional. But at the same time, you know, connection is very important. Or you could say even energy, matching energies. Now, for a woman, she wants a man that's going to be emotional, but not too emotional. She don't want you to be a soft teddy bear. You know, she wants you to remain your dominant frame. And she, you know, wants you to be the leader when, you know, situations arise or problems need to be solved. But at the same time, she wants you to show some type of emotion and show that you care and show that you appreciate her. At the same time, a man, when it comes to connection, he wants to be able to connect with a woman that's appreciative, that's thoughtful, that's loving, that's caring, that's nurturing, that's supportive, and that's loyal. So, you know, you have to have this connection, you know. 
no man wants to be with a woman that always has a bad attitude and she always has to complain about something and nothing's ever good enough. And then, you know, she adds stress to him and, you know, she 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 makes his life miserable. No man wants that. No woman wants to have to take care of a man and tell him what to do and for and for him to be thoughtful and for him to, you know, not show no ambition or not show no initiative or even just, you know, just try to make the relationship better. So, you know, the connection part is very important. Uh, it's, like I said, especially, especially for women. You know, if there's no connection, it's not going to work. She may find you attractive initially, but if she feel like she can't connect with you on an emotional level, then it's just not going to work. Same for a guy. Now, a guy's a little, more, a little bit more lenient, especially beta males. He may be a little bit more lenient because he's infatuated with her beauty. But at the same time, it's going to get to a point where it's just going to be too stressful. And then the emotional return on investment is going to be so negative that no matter how beautiful she is, it's just not going to be worth it. Because now she went from becoming an asset to becoming a liability. And he just, as hard as it may be for him, he's just going to have to let her go. And he's going to have to end the relationship for his own sanity. So uh, when you're in relationships, communicate. That's also, you know, how you, you know, how you build that connection. That's how you can also determine whether you have a strong connection with this person, or maybe you know you need to go find another partner uh, to give you the emotional connection that you're looking for. Negotiation, a huge word when it comes to communication and when it comes to relationship. This is something that is not really talked about, and I kind of mentioned this in the previous segments about, you know, sex and money and roles. But at the end of the day, no relationship is perfect. It all comes down to negotiation. And the better that a couple is at communicating and negotiation, the better the relationship would be. So first up, let's talk about intimacy. Now, there has to be some type of negotiation when it comes to intimacy. Now, Let's start with the women. For women, women want attention and they want sexual pleasure. Now, guys, you have to be willing to give her attention, but don't give her too much attention. If you give a lot of attention, you're going to turn her off. But this is what beta males do. But a lot of times when a woman is getting a lot of attention from a beta male, it's usually because she's using him. So... Uh, there has to be a balance when it comes to uh, attention. Once again, you have to negotiate on times when you're going to give her attention and times when you're not going to give her attention. Then, when it comes to intimacy or sexual pleasure, there are going to be times for when it's time for sexual pleasure and there's going to be times when it's not for sexual pleasure. Um, so, for the men's side, women... There's going to be time when he wants some attention and he wants to feel validated. He wants to feel appreciated, too. Just like I previously mentioned, be willing to negotiate to give him attention when he needs it as well. And then sexual intimacy. There may be some times when, you know, he's in a mood and you're not in a mood. Well, sometimes you may have to negotiate. So you may say, OK, you know what? You're in the mood. I'm not really in the mood. OK, cool. Let's see if we can make some sexual magic this time. 
But next time, if you're in the mood and I'm not in the mood, then, you know, we're not going to do it. We'll try to follow in time after that. Fellas, at the same time, too, if you're dealing with your woman and you're out of the mood, even if you had a rough day, it's a hard day at work, and she's in the mood, same thing. You got to negotiate. You got to negotiate and say, hey, look, not this time, but next time, I promise, you know, we can be sexually intimate. And if that next time, fellas, if you even more tired than the previous time, then you got to do it because you committed to that. Because that was the deal that you negotiated. So make sure you honor, you know, your deals when it's, when when, when uh, you're negotiating with that. And then, too, let's talk about sex drive. Now, piggybacking off of sexual intimacy, there are going to be days when either a man has a higher sex drive than a woman has a, or a woman has a higher sex drive. Uh, like I said, this just really comes down to negotiation. Because what you don't want to happen, ladies, is a, a man that has a high sex drive and you're, like, you're always tired or you come up with excuses or you may even have a legitimate reason why you just don't want to have sex and his sex drive is just high and you have a low libido. Well, you're going to have to find ways to increase your libido or maybe you can negotiate you know, somewhere in the middle. So if his sex drive is at 100 and your sex drive is at zero, which zero is not really a level, but I'm just using this to make terms simple. But at least meet him at the 50% mark. So he may be at 100, you may be at zero. You guys meet in the middle when it comes to sex drive. Fellas, it's the same thing. If you have a lower sex drive and a woman has a higher sex drive, once again, try to negotiate coming to the middle. Because as I said previously, and I'll keep repeating myself if I have to, whatever one person won't do, another person will. So, fellas, if you don't pleasure her, she'll find somebody to do it. Ladies, if you don't pleasure him, he'll find somebody else to do it. Next, when it comes to negotiation, let's talk about food. So, a lot of times, couples get into arguments because it depends on where what they're going to eat or where they're going to eat. Once again, negotiate. So, ladies, if you love seafood and he says, okay, I'll take you to the seafood restaurant, that's fine. But the next time, we got to go get barbecue. When barbecue comes up next time, don't pout and don't moan and be all upset and be like... He know I like seafood. Why is he taking me to a barbecue spot? Because you negotiated it. This is what this is what a partnership or this is what communication is all about. It's all about negotiating. So you got what you wanted when you wanted seafood. Now he gets what he wants when it comes to uh, barbecue, fellas. At the same time, if you decide that you like. You know, Mediterranean food. And she decides that she's a vegan. Okay, cool. Or you may even like Chinese food. Like I do. I like Italian food as well. But fellas, if you like Italian or Mediterranean food, and she says, okay, well, we'll we'll go where you want to go this time, and the next time we'll go where I want to go. That's fine. And then the next time, when next time, when it's her turn, and it comes up, and she wants to go to this vegan restaurant, 
you can't get all upset and pout and want to scream and, you know, go eight ball because she wants to try, you know, vegan. You had the Mediterranean, you had the Italian, that was her turn. So, you know, like I said, you also negotiated that deal. So don't be bitter and upset because now it's time for you to eat vegan. Next up is money. Now, women have a certain comfort level when it comes to financial stability. For some women, money matters more than most other things when it comes to relationship. So here's the thing, ladies. This one here is primarily uh, for you. If you want a good lifestyle, your partner is going to have to work. This also is going to affect your intimacy. So that means that if you want this great lifestyle, he has to work. That means he's not going to be as home as much. That means he's not going to give you the attention as much. And that means you may not even get the intimacy that you want. But you wanted the financial stability, so you have to negotiate that. That's part of the negotiation. Part of you having this great lifestyle and part of it is that he's going to be working all the time. So there's going to be a lot of times where you're, well, you're, not, you're not getting intimacy. You're not getting the attention. You're not spending a lot of quality time that you would like because he's working. But that's also because you have that certain lifestyle. And a lot of women don't understand this. They want to have this great lifestyle. But then they want everything else. Not only that, let's be honest. If he was home all day, or if he was home a lot, you really wouldn't respect him. You'll lose attraction for him. Because all women love a man that's on his purpose. So, for you to want to have this great lifestyle for him to be home, that's completely irrational. And that will not lead to work-life balance. Now, on the other hand, you may say, well, I don't need a man that makes a lot of money or a high net worth or a great lifestyle. I need I want him more home than anything. Then he may not make as much money, but he may be home for you to do more things. And if that emotion uh is more important than the need that I previously talked about, then you have to be okay with him being home a lot and you're getting your emotion because you're getting quote unquote exactly what you say that you need from an emotional standpoint. Previously, it was more about financial stability, so you have to, you know, you have to, you have, you had to negotiate when it came to financial stability. Now, when it comes to, you know, emotional uh, continuity, you're gonna have to negotiate on that too. So you may not be able to take as much trip. You may not be able to have fancy clothes. You may not be able to uh, do a lot of different things. But if you care more about the emotion, then it be it'll just really be important that you two get to spend. A lot of time together. So you're going to have to negotiate on that. Then. At the same time. If you go. The low end of it. Would be that. You know. This guy's always home. But then he has no ambition. And he doesn't do anything. That's going to be a turn up to him. But that's what you negotiated. So maybe you may make more than him. Now. He may do everything else. But then you're kind of like. You know. You're mad that you have to pay for everything. Well, you also kind of negotiated that when you got into this relationship. And if you also decide to continue this relationship, you need to communicate that. You have to let him know that, hey, look, I'm not okay with paying for everything. Now, once again, you can go back either to the financial stability or you can go back even to the middle 
from an emotional standpoint. Or you may say, hey, I don't mind him making more money than me because he, you know, he gives me, you know, everything else. And a lot of times, too, uh, especially now with the current dating landscape, a lot of high net worth women, a lot of successful women, they negotiated for their careers and putting off marriage and everything else at a later date. And then now that you want kids and then now you want the guy to negotiate with him and being on his purpose because now you want to get married and now you want to have kids at a later date. Uh, that's kind of that's going to, that's going to be kind of hard to find a man that's willing to do it, and that's not saying it's impossible, but it's going to be very difficult, especially you know you being a high net worth woman, you know a lot of men are going to be if you say that you know you're looking to get married, looking to have kids, they're going to be looking at you like okay, you're thirty five plus or you're forty plus, why are you trying to have kids now? Did you not meet anybody? And, you know, you can be honest and you can say, I was working on my career and opportunities and stuff like that. So, you know, there's going to have to be negotiation, too. And sometimes you have to negotiate between, you know, do you want to be the career woman and make all this money versus do you want to be a wife or a mother? You know, you're going to have to make those tough calls and you're going to have to negotiate. But I would say negotiate on terms that's helpful for you and you want to make decisions that you feel like are optimal and that's best for you, and that when you lay your head down at night, you have no regrets. You did exactly what it was that you know uh, that you wanted to do. Now, I know this is mainly for the fellas, but I mean mainly for the ladies. But fellas, you have to be willing to negotiate too. Uh, also, when it comes to you know what she needs. When it comes to money. Now that doesn't mean that you abuse your power. But at the same time. Be amicable and reasonable. Now, I know this is hard. And especially when people get heat up in, in subjects. And topics that they're really. You know. That they're really passionate about. But at the same time. There has to be negotiation. Otherwise it's just going to end in a nightmare. And it's just going to be devastating. For all parties. Now next. Segment while we're talking about negotiation is going to be houses. Now, everybody may have a different style on what they want in a house, but it has to be negotiation on the house. So, for the man, let's say, for example, if you want to live in a specific city or in a specific neighborhood, that's fine. But part of that negotiation may mean that she gets to decorate the house how she wants to, or you may negotiate and say, "I want a house with a with a den, and a and a and a game room, or even a, a an entertainment room, or a movie theater. That's fine." But she may say, "Hey, I get to do the kitchen completely how I want to." So when it comes to houses, you should be making there should be negotiation, just like how you negotiation, just like how you're negotiating with the uh, seller on the price. And all the other terms and conditions when it comes to buying this property, then you and your partner should be negotiating and communicating on who gets what out of the house, so that the house feel like it's collaborative, not just it's very feminine or not that it just become very masculine. Cars, you have to negotiate on cars too. Cars come up, and you know you may have certain price ranges or it may be a certain brand. 
once again, negotiate appropriately when it comes to cars. And then vacations. Vacations are uh, another thing that, you know, you need to negotiate on. So one person may want to go to Costa Rica. Another person may want to go to Cancun. Another person may want to go to London. You may want to go to Vegas. You may want to go to Australia. Just negotiate. But all, but all of negotiating is making sure that the terms are favorable and not having no remorse. You, you shouldn't have remorse when you negotiate. If you don't like that deal, then don't accept that deal. When it comes to all the deal making, you can either accept, decline, or renegotiate. But make sure that you get something out of the deal. Now, one final thing when it comes to negotiation. There are going to be times when you're going to negotiate a deal that it's just, it, it just, for whatever reason, it's just not going to be favorable. And that's okay. But just don't make it a habit of negotiating bad deals. You can't win them all. Sometimes you're going to go negotiate great deals. Sometimes you're going to negotiate good deals. And sometimes you're going to negotiate bad deals. But the main thing is that the good deals and the great deals should always outweigh the bad deals. Thank you for listening to the Paradise and Perspectives podcast. We really appreciate you taking the time out to listen to this podcast. We really hope that you got some value out of this podcast and that this podcast will assist with you changing your paradigm and changing your perspective so that you can live the life that you was meant to live. And we look forward to seeing you in another podcast episode. Thank you and have a good day.